0: Welcome to the Tilted Coaching Podcast, and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. My background is in coaching psychology and organizational consultancy. If it has something to do with people, I'm usually involved and interested, whether it is about personal development, professional development, leadership, relationships, managing, or anything else that involves the care of people in some way. A friend of mine encouraged me to do this podcast because he believed that I should bring my insights and my understandings into a really simple, bite-sized collection. And this is what you have today. I hope you enjoy the Tilted Coaching Podcast. Please do rate us if you find it interesting, and you can always pop over to our Patreon account to sponsor it. Hello. So in today's episode, we're talking to Thomas McCormick. He's a personal and professional um, development coach. And we're going to talk about listening and how he sees the importance of listening for all of us in our lives and in our work. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it afterwards. Welcome to the Tilted Podcast. Okay. Hey, Thomas, how are you?
1: I am only my he, Sheila. How are you keeping?
0: Good, good. So I invited you here today to talk a little bit for the Tilted podcast around something that you're feeling really passionate about, um, and that's really current for you at the moment. So I think it's listening. Is it listening?
1: It's absolutely listening. Okay. And I'm probably most passionate about it right now. I have been for quite a while.
0: Okay. So tell me a little bit about where that's coming from. What that means when you say listening? Because I'm sure everybody's like, oh, listening, as in effective listening. But tell us a little bit about where you're coming from on it.
1: I guess, for me, I uh, before I started the coaching course, everyone uh, I just had this general understanding of listening, which was like, you know, someone's talking to you, you listen. Uh, Someone's talking to you, talk back. And then I done the coaching course, and then just even through during the course, coaching course, because of my listening, just a lot of my relationships got a lot better because I was able to listen properly to what people were saying, uh, not listening to reply. Um, Even at home, if there was something up with somebody, you know, you could sit down and talk and just let them listen. And I just learned. And I guess just over the last two years, even talking to so many people and having the ability to listen, sometimes listening is all in need. When you're actually able to listen and not trying to interrupt or... They said something about a party at the weekend or someone in the scene and you're jumping in with the story you have in your head. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're jumping in, but you're actually completely interrupting the flow. So you're not listening whatsoever. It's just a story for a story for a story for a story. and Everyone leaves and everyone feels great because they've all got my story in there and someone listens to me. But when you're properly listening, um, I've just found it to be like um, incredible or if uh, and probably also at the same time because of my understanding of listening now and how it can really help people. Talking is great, but having someone on the other side to listen is even more empowering.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, I guess just, yeah, I really noticed when I'm talking to someone now and when they don't know how to listen, that are yeah. cutting across or you can tell you said something, you can almost see their eyes, their head, something's buzzing in their head. They're not even listening to the rest of the words. They're just word listening. And they can't wait to just throw in their story. And there's nothing wrong with it because uh, a lot of us are like that. But when you've got someone sitting down in front of you and they actually know how to listen, it's, it's mad. It's like there's i um, I don't want to go too spiritual here, but you feel like there's a, a definite, a deeper, like, yeah, like you just feel like there's a deeper connection. Or like people, okay. you know, well, when someone, I met a guy um, uh, a few weeks ago, he'd come to me for, for coaching. And I'd met him initially, him and his mom at college initially. And at the end of it, he goes, he just mentioned about the listening. He was like, you always had the listening piece, whether you realized it or not. He's like, I told my mom was coming to see you. And she said that, um, even though it was seven or eight years ago, that she remembered you. Okay. Because you were able to listen. And I was like, like, nothing to do with me, but anyone, I can, they, you know, you run into people who can listen. And you remember them straight away. She's like, well, they were actually hmm interesting yeah anyway sorry we have another rant there
0: no that's great i was practicing <laughs> my listening <laughs> 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 what what do you think the i suppose that's really interesting the conversational piece right so i get in a coaching context or a client context that listening is like key because you've got to hear what's not being said but in a conversation you're at the pub you have out for coffee you're out for dinner right how how do you know that? How do you do the listening part and the engaging in the conversation rather than just being there, you know, maybe faltering into, cause I have a lot of uh, therapists and coaches listen to this and I know that they can easily fall into that relationship with their friends where they've practiced the listening. So they use that skill, but they're not necessarily engaging. Do you, do you get what I mean?
1: Oh, blame me. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I know. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, someone yeah, someone in my family. and I, at one stage, and I went back to Mam and they're like, "Yeah, you used to call Thomas and he talk back to you, but these days you just feel he's listening all the time." Um, <laughs> I'd gone too extreme in one way, and I definitely noticed that for a while. It was like almost too extreme for listening. pair now you are much more balanced. As in, you know, I know to listen, and you know how to engage. And like when you're out with your friends, they're not looking. They're not looking for coaching. Like they're looking for a conversation. Mm. They're looking for you, look for you to be a friend or a brother or. or whatever your relationship with them is um, and just even just listening and letting them finish in sentences okay Small thing. I'm like oh well, I actually think this um, or um, yeah there, there's definitely a, a difference but listening just to understand what they're saying and giving an the opinion back okay
0: um,
1: I think if that answers your question yeah, like I know no. there's a huge difference I just don't know how to um, verbalise
0: no no I think that makes sense it's I suppose it's just something I notice either those who have nothing to do with listening are are able to just keep talking and, and thinking of the replies. And then those who are recently trained at listening, I, I tend to find go the other way and it becomes bland to be in conversation because there's a lack of them in the conversation. Um, and I suppose what you're saying is a little bit like listening till they finish the sentence or, or, you know, and then giving your feedback. I think But sometimes that's where we might miss out on it in conversations because sometimes there isn't, especially in a big group or depending on your family of origin or where you're coming from, there isn't always the space for you to be heard if you're not speaking quicker or you're not getting on it or you're not replying instantly. Um, So I think that that sounds, that's quite a simple tip, isn't it really? But it would be really effective that you actually listen out to what people are saying to understand it and then to reply
1: yeah Oh, it's just okay. you don't, don't look to try and cut across them let them finish their sentences give them a second or two maybe they want to say something else keep going about their passion for Mayo football <laughs> whatever it is no, no,
0: nobody has passion for Mayo football
1: Thomas <laughs> you'd be surprised <laughs> <laughs> there'll be 100,000 <laughs> of them in Co-Paris again um, uh, yeah it's uh, uh, to be honest I, I actually haven't thought of it uh, thought through it properly there's definitely a difference or um, just even in a group just being able to listen and ask proper questions and talk back about what they're actually interested in or mm. whatever the topic of conversation is. But, um, but that, it is very true, especially for a lot of the people in this are coaches and consultants. Uh, for the start, I went so deep into the listening part that I almost became a silent partner. I was like, I was like, I was like Casper. <laughs> I was like a Casper. ghost. I was, I was listening and yeah, it was, but it was, all, it was all part of the journey. Um, yeah almost too extreme I and mean, like people would say it to you which is great it was great that people would say it to you yeah I'm your friends <laughs> you stop uh, listening so much or whatever it is or going so deep but I'm I'm, I'm just a deep person so I you am, know, I guess
0: yeah so for for anyone who doesn't have an issue with the whole effective listening piece because they haven't been trained in it or this is their first time or even considering listening as a thing what what are the benefits to that what are the benefits to actually sitting there and listening to people um, what do you see that it changes in relationships you can i i guess when you're talk sometimes a great example
1: actually uh, a very simple example is say if you're out and you're talking to girls for me when i'm out or i'm talking to girls you can have a conversation with them and they don't feel you're just trying to impress them or whatever you're actually just having a real conversation and you have okay so you're things. saying it's a dating tip well, to be fair, yeah, I'm probably is <laughs> it yeah. especially there's a there's a YouTube video. I think you could look it up, it's called The Nail in the Head. And it's a a girl who's talking and there's a nail in her head and the guy just wants to hit up his blood nail in her head, take it out. She just wants to talk to it. Like so if a girl someone wants to tell you what day, you listen to the day and you're asking about it and just show interest. It's like on listening, there's listening. On the other side of it's curiosity, but genuinely curious. Yeah. Um, other people, and it's when it's natural and you're genuinely curious, it's really easy. It's a lot easier to build rapport or to build a relationship. Mm. You genuinely care what they're talking about. You're not just trying to, um, you know, in relation to a girl, you're not just trying to bring them home or get married in three months' time. It's you know, you're, you're genuinely just in that person in that moment in time. You're not thinking about 10 minutes earlier or 10 minutes later, it's there being present. Uh,
0: okay.
1: Um, yeah, there, there's so much more to it, I guess, but. Yeah, just simple things like that. Or you meet someone. Else. For example, actually, a great example is I was at the Ring of Kerry last year, and I met this lovely fellow called Rue and we were just on the bikes chatting, and we were chatting. I don't know. I don't even know how long the the journey was, mm. but both of us were genuinely curious about each other, and we were asking each other questions, and both of us were listening. And we got to the end of that part of the journey, and everyone's like, "Geez, that was that must have been the toughest part so far." and me and me were kind of like geez but that obviously we didn't obviously feel what everyone else felt because mm. we were just enjoying the journey because both of us knew to listen and talk back without interrupting and it wasn't about my agenda was more important than his or mm. there was no agenda um so just yeah I guess I feel it's enhanced a lot of my relationships uh, big time even in, in like uh, at home and with my friends and um with a friend in America and we call each other all the time because he knows I listen to help and listen to be a friend.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it's just so much nicer when you've um, people who can uh, listen, whereas I almost, you know, when you're going to a group sometimes or even two or three people and it's they're kind of shouting over each other or, um, yeah, and for me, that's chaos. I'm like, okay, time to get out here. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe to the extreme. Anyway, sorry, there's another rant for you.
0: No, that's good. Thank you. that's good.
1: Thank
0: you for listening. <laughs> practicing, practicing. Because when we first said about this, I suppose I'm very active when I'm working and, and like I'm very opinionated as a person. So one of the things when you said listening, I was like, that's going to be really, really important because I don't think you can ever have that balance, right? Like, I think it's a constant balancing act between speaking enough and, and hold, you know, holding the space enough and um, personally and professionally. But you've named a couple of things. You've named like rapport. It's really good for rapport you've named something like without naming it, but around the connection that actually something happens when we're genuinely listening rather than pushing some kind of power dynamic of being heard, like that agenda kind of happening. And then there's something about, you said the presence being, being actually present, you know, there's this big movement around mindfulness and a lot of it I think is about separating yourself from people. You know, a lot of it is like meditating on your own or mindful coloring or mindful walks and all of those are like fine but there's something about being able to be present in connection with other people. And, and I think listening as a tool is, is probably key for that because, and that curiosity, not the fake curiosity that we see sometimes at networking meetings, but actually that real curiosity, like, I really want to know what you're doing or who you are, what you're about, and and maybe not what your job is, but maybe what you care about and what you're passionate about. Um, and And I think that we miss that a lot because we're so busy impressing or getting our point across or trying to be seen and heard that we don't necessarily actually be present for the connection to the other person. Um, I think that's, that's a massive issue. Actually, there's a massive amount of loneliness and I wonder how much of that could be resolved very simply by connections being a bit more quality based using listening.
1: Well, I think you've hit the bloody nail on the head. (laughs) I, I, uh, Yeah, I read read, uh, Johan Harry's book, The Lost Lost Connections.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And uh, a lot of it is around the disconnect and uh, how we're the most connected society ever through social media or whatever but we don't know how to listen properly, talk properly, hold conversations without, you know, the silence for 10 seconds. Okay, let's just look at my Instagram. Or a prime example was I was meeting with a friend of mine Alison, must have been a year year and a half ago, this stage and Nando's out in um, Liffey Valley I think it was or I you know one of those shopping centres and uh, like we were just conscious to keep our phones in the pockets like the phones weren't on the table we were just talking yeah. and then I looked around at one point and I was like wow I was like Alice look around what do you notice and she looked around everyone else in the restaurant the restaurant was full
0: yeah.
1: everyone else was on their phones there was no one communicating or talking there was no one oh my God. and uh I thought it was mad or even a, a good example of what you're saying that the, if a lot of us knew to build rapport, better, uh, be completely present and be genuinely curious with the other person. Like I've been on buses and walks or I just like striking up random conversations with people.
0: That doesn't surprise me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just, I don't know, I just enjoy it. Or even baristas and stuff. And um, I was in getting a health check a couple of weeks ago and it was a Friday and I asked the lady just behind the counter uh, an accident lovely she's getting married in a few weeks as it turned out I was like hey I was like uh, how has your week been and she looked up as if I'd asked her something deeply personal or something that no one's ever asked her before and she was like would you believe you're the first person to ask me that this week besides the people that work with me and I was like wow what? but I, don't, I think it was because it wasn't like oh, how was your week I was like how was it, like, how is it? Week. Like I like, genuinely know, how was your week?
0: Mm.
1: And then she's like, To be honest, you know, and she was like so lovely. Like she's such a lovely uh she's just a lovely personality. I think at one stage she thought I was gonna run out and pay, so she came out run out without paying So she came over and just asked me nicely. And I was like, No no nice at all. Uh I'll be over there in two minutes and uh Yeah, and she just said, you know, to be honest, it's actually been a tough week, but you know, I'm getting there. And she was getting um those uh Paul or dollar of, doll of Prague or something. Yeah. Under under a tree so that it's sunny on the day of a wedding or something it was um, I'd never heard it before so it was interesting but uh, or if you're in a like the Bristol is another one when you ask a Bristol, and it's a, in a quiet coffee shop um, you know how was your day many customers and some people really engaged you and like Jesus you wouldn't believe and obviously you can just and they just start telling you about their life all of a sudden mm.
0: because
1: no one else has given them time to just I don't know listen I think we're all so busy going from place to place, running, almost rushing to death, that we forget to uh, just be, listen, enjoy the company of the people that we're around. Mm. Small things to make the big difference to, you know, having your, uh, having your soul sing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit deep, but yeah, I think so.
0: No, but I think rushing to death, I think that's, it's almost like we don't have time to listen. You no, know, we don't have time to, to connect that way. But for what reason? Like, where are we rushing to? That's, that is so important. I think that that disconnection, we are so connected through social media that we're almost forgetting that there needs to be actual face-to-face contact. Um, and I like your idea about the barista. I think that's... Do you know what stood out to me, though, when you're saying that? You gave me great details about that woman who was in the health check. You were able to tell her she's getting married, she's getting the statue of, like. How many of us, when we deal with service providers of any sort, are we, do we get that level of information about them? You know, like you knew she's from Monaghan, that might be in the accent, but you knew she'd get married in a couple of weeks, you know, she had a bad week, you know that she's doing this thing that you'd never heard of before. Like that's a lot of detail from a receptionist. So something happens that, that it's not just that you're listening, but that willingness to listen on some level tells the other person that it's okay to speak. Because I'd actually tried to have that conversation with a load of previous clients.
1: Yeah, I think you touched on something there. It's almost how you listen gives permission. It gives the other person an understanding of uh, permission for what is it they can say. If that yeah. makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, um, like how you listen as well. It's not, oh, hey, how are you getting on? Or And you're looking at the phone and you're looking around and you're. Uh, or at the RF you mentioned networking, there which a lot of coaches and consultants I'm sure show relate, show related um, uh, you're talking to someone and they, they hear that you're a coach or something or they're, maybe you're just not you're not something that they're looking for straight away they're looking over your shoulder went mm. to lot of Business Summit not this year before last the first person I was talking to was like uh, looking over my shoulder and stuff I was like here tell you what um, I'll let you go i was like i just wasn't i have no problem if someone was talk to someone else but don't don't pretend like just go um and then i met two lovely people that day and i still talk to them every now and then um because everyone was genuinely curious about each other and you helped mm. each other then so it's like yeah but listening is so important it's so broad as well um but for example imagine someone imagine sitting down to have a chat with somebody and they send you a message a few hours later to say thanks for that conversation I don't know what it was about you, but um, it's the first time in years that I actually felt heard. Yeah. Things like that. They're, they're, I think we're almost, to be fair, to, I think it's almost the way our brains work at times. someone saying something, you're taking it in, and you're almost automatically trying to solve problems for them based on your own experience all the time. So you're almost fighting against yourself by listening because you're almost trying to unwire the way you've been taught or in school. It's like, yeah. there's a problem. Work on the solution. How many solutions can you come up with for that problem? So I almost think we're wired not to listen.
0: Mm. That way. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's, it's a very important, such an important skill. Um, and that can benefit you in every single way. Yeah.
0: Year. Yeah. I, I really like that. So before we finish, and I'm putting you on the spot now because I didn't tell you about this, but what are, there, <laughs> what are the three tips you'd give if somebody wants to improve their listening?
1: If somebody wants to improve their listening, mm, good question. Um, I guess ask yourself, I'd probably uh, text five people you trust the most who will give you a very, very honest answer and maybe just ask them, do you think I'm a good listener? And what do you think I could do to improve my listening? Oh what? Then you're getting the feedback from the people close to you hopefully that'll give you a good, a, an honest answer, like a, a good friend will be like, okay, he wants to tell, but I'm not just going to say, oh yeah, you're amazing. Actually, at times, actually, I think you could be a small bit better because a good friend's going to give you the right mm-hmm. information and then they'll, they'll be able to give you information to, from your friend's perspective and the people you hang out with or talk to the most on where you're at. Yeah. From the people that are close to you. It so might be one, That could be a starting point. Um, a second one could be um, for the next, uh, 12 hours or 24 hours just have your conversations don't be putting pressure on yourself just have as you normally would and you know when the day is over just be like okay how good was I at listening now Mm. was I constantly trying to jump in um small things and just that could be a simple thing but maybe you do it once a week uh and you just like okay how good was I at listening this week um and I guess you make, uh, if you can have a friend, if you really, really want to do it, uh, I guess the third tip might be with a friend who would also like to improve their listening, try mm. and practice with each other. Just be like here, I want to practice my listening, you want to practice your listening. How about we spend 30 minutes, either it's over the phone or maybe it's a good reason to meet someone you haven't met in a long time that would be also up to do it. Do you want to, be, to try practice listening once a month and just have a conversation where you just talk and you're listening about something you're actually interested in and then just give honest feedback.
0: Mm. oh I just, like it they're different
1: yeah I think, I think they're real just raise your own awareness through yeah natural process without putting pressure on yourself like mm. meet yourself where you're at like don't be trying to be the best listener in 10 weeks like we're always constantly working on that but meet yourself where you're at you're at step one what does that look like and what does it have to do to get step two yeah.
0: okay well brilliant thank you I appreciate that um, I'm going to let you go now because I know you're busy. Um, and all the details for Thomas will be in the bio. So there'll be links to your website and to your social media and all of that jazz. And if anyone wants to follow up with you, don't you do um, a call with somebody before you work with them? Just have a chat and see what they're looking for.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I yeah. listen to to make sure that <laughs> I listen so intently to make sure that, first of all, I'm the right person for them and I'm what they're looking for.
0: Okay. Brilliant. So they can test you out on your listening skills then. So I'll leave all the details below and they can follow up with you directly. Is that okay?
1: Super. That's brilliant. amazing. Thanks, Thanks right. very much,
0: Julia. Thanks a million. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Tilted Podcast, and I'm your host, Sheila Walsh. If you'd like to sponsor the Tilted Coaching Podcast, simply pop over to patreon.com slash tiltedcoaching and sponsor the podcast for as little as a cup of coffee a month. If I didn't say it correctly, pop over to the link in the bio, visit the Patreon page, and become a sponsor. Thanks a million.